Hi guys, this is Andy and Yvonne, and you are listening to Matter Chatter Radio, where we chat about your matters. If you want to be heard, feel free to email us at matterchatter at gmail.com. Today we are going to talk about what you want out of life. (laughs) What do you want out of life, Yvonne? Good question. I want freedom, lots of time to do the things that matter most for me. Um, No corporate job, because I don't want to be stuck in an office from nine to five, or eight to six, or I think now it's seven to seven. Now it's like yeah, now it's like uh, six a.m. to ten p.m. Right? Right. Yeah, none of that for sure. I do know that I want uh, to be able to travel and have um, financial stability, security, Mm -hmm. doing the things I love, being with the people I love, having healthy relationships. Yeah, yeah, I've got a lot. Okay. Well, I find it interesting how you could easily just name off every single thing uh, that you want to do. And you're, you know, pretty young compared to some people that I work with and they don't know what they want and they're very miserable. They're unhappy. I was talking to a client the other day and I asked him well, what, how everything was. And he said it was bad. And I said, why is it bad? He's like, because I hate my job. I said, oh, okay. I was like, well, maybe you could change the job. He's like, but I hate my family. I was like, well, I don't know. If you, you can't like your... really yeah. change that. <laughs> I mean, you could you could marry someone else, uh, yeah. you know, if you really want to. Um, if you like your, you know, is it your whole family? He said, I don't like my kids that much. They don't listen to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, at least you have a nice house living. He goes, I hate my house. Everything's breaking down. So I don't know. I, I asked him, I did ask him what he does like. And he's like, I, I would like to get out of this. And I was like, what's this? He's like, these situations. Wow. I came in to, to help him as a client. We were doing some business consulting. I didn't sign up for therapy lessons. <laughs> I didn't sign up to be his therapist, I guess I should say it that way. But mm-hmm. it, it shocked me that someone that is that old is so unhappy and has been doing the same thing for his whole entire life. And how old is he? He was probably in his mid-60s. Wow. And I, I just wonder why people don't make changes at a younger age. But then I started to realize that when you've been doing something for so long, it's probably a lot more difficult versus when you're younger and you don't know any better, you'll try to do certain things that you'll try anything, right? As a kid, you'll try anything once. Absolutely. Yeah, that curiosity and imagination is just like so profound at such an early age that Mm -hmm. needs to be developed and when it's not then yeah life just takes a big turn yeah and then you're more told about what to do how to do it rather than feeling like you can explore feeling like you'd have fun and be curious and adventurous and things like that and uh yeah i feel like we have to all find the inner child in us totally especially when we age Yeah. And when you're 30, you've been doing something for a while, like you're working for several years. When you're 40, you know, you're in a different situation. But if you don't constantly remember that you need to keep trying something new to make life interesting, I believe life always, life could easily get very boring very quickly. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people sleepwalking through life. Yeah. They are just fine with things being, they're just complacent and they're fine with, how it is yet miserable, truly, and complaining all the time, bitching nonstop. Mm-hmm. And if they put that same energy that they are 
on social media and bitching mm-hmm. and <laughs> complaining yeah, exactly. and, you like, know, take all that time yeah. and twist it to something like more self-care, more journaling, more like connection with people that like fuel their soul. Right. Yeah. So I'm a firm believer in everything that is comfortable, convenient and safe that you're fucked. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a great motto. <laughs> I'd like to live that way. Yeah. Um, you, I, you like to live in comfortable convenience? No, no, safety? no. no. I, like to, I like to live that way of knowing that that's a danger zone. Yes. Uh, the first day that I started my corporate job, I wanted to quit an hour before I started. <laughs> wow. I, knew, I knew it wasn't for me. I just knew that, that you know, there's this saying, if you want to know how your life is going to look in corporate, staying there for the rest of your life, look across your cubicle. Across my cubicle, oh. there was an 80-year-old guy. He had like six computers around him and I don't even know what he was doing. I asked him what he was doing. He actually sounded like he didn't even know himself. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to end up like this at all. Like I wanted to quit yesterday. Uh, you know, it took How me, long did you last? I, I spent about three, three and a half years in corporate, um, close to four as my, with my contractor roles. And, and then I realized that I needed to change. And I, and honestly, those, those three and a half, four years were, were pretty bad. I think I, I worked, I had a 50 mile commute. Oh yeah. It was each way. So, oh yeah, my gosh. Bad. Um, I were, I got up at five in the morning to get ready to get to work. I worked for about nine and a half, ten 10 hours with my lunch break. Uh, I got a quick workout in, um, I got home and I, I maybe had 15 to 20 minutes to have dinner and I passed out. That was every single day for several years. And I, I still now looking back, I don't know how I let myself even spend that much time. But then when I look at someone who's 60, who spent maybe 30, 40 years of their life no way. in the same role. Yeah. No, that, yeah. that just is like heartbreaking though. Well, yeah. Einstein, Einstein defines uh, insanity as doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't see that. I don't see any difference between someone who does that and believes that they should expect tomorrow to be any different than it was yesterday. Right. Yeah. It's, and so what makes a person stay? like that I think it's just there I think it's just getting very comfortable like you said right Mm -hmm. they realize that this is comfortable it's convenient and it's safe Mm -hmm. and your brain is designed to protect you Mm -hmm. from anything that is out of the norm Mm -hmm. anything that feels unnatural it feels scary right Mm -hmm. and I think that people have that that fear of the unknown that they just stay where they are because mm-hmm. they know that if I stay in corporate, I'm going to get my paycheck. Mm-hmm. If I could pay with, if I, you know, if I get my paycheck, I could support my family. I could pay for this house. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's a lot of resentment after that. Totally. Right. And that's the big issue that I see. Yeah. So taking that like risk, right. And being in the unknown. So what's the scariest, riskiest thing you've ever done? The riskiest thing I've ever done. Yeah starting a business okay i did i left a job where i was guaranteed a a very very handsome salary Mm -hmm. and i had like i thought i i was you know with my salary i could pretty much live the rest of my life off of yeah Yeah. and when you start a business you have nothing in fact you're in debt (laughs) right because you're paying money 
you pay money to start the business, you pay money to run the business. But I think it's the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. Because I'm happy. So, and you don't sleep. I don't sleep a lot. <laughs> exactly. You're super happy you don't sleep, but you have more time, money, freedom in, yeah. in, in, in essence. If I were to ask someone to put in a 16-hour day in corporate, mm -hmm. even with hey, getting overtime pay, mm -hmm. they would do it purely just for the money and to keep mm -hmm. their job. Right. But they would not be happy doing it. Right. But if I have to put in a 16-hour day, I... I genuinely enjoy it. Yeah. But you need more sleep. I do. I, I, <laughs> I agree. 100%. Yeah. I always look tired. <laughs> but well, you find time to do some things that you really I do need and care about. Well, because life is about trying things. It's about, mm -hmm. it's about pushing yourself mm -hmm. to the limits of, of doing things that you may not be as comfortable or mm -hmm. familiar with doing. Right. Right. Like our podcast. Totally. Right. So, yeah. If, it, if it's helping somebody out there, I, I genuinely want to do it. Mm -hmm. So I think my scariest, riskiest one, I've mm -hmm. done quite a few. Okay. <laughs> Some that. Maybe I want to hear the top three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the first one is skydiving. Okay. That... I, hear that, I hear that very, that, that's a very common one. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it was, definitely uncomfortable mm -hmm. it was somewhat of a healthy risk because yeah. you know <laughs> the scariest thing apart that about that was signing the paperwork and my one friend the first time I did it because now I've done it twice first time my friend um she didn't read one like a word I, I mean maybe she read signed it. just <laughs> signed it just signed it and I was like well I just want to kind of kind of peek at it not too much mm -hmm. not too intensely so the one thing that caught my um, attention was this little paragraph that said, we are not perfect. Our equipment's not perfect. Our plane's not perfect. Our, like, wow. it just <laughs> it was so profound. And I was like, holy shit. I have to am, initial, I ready, am I ready to die? I, but it was so also, like, mind-opening, right? Mm -hmm. That in acceptance and realization that, like, nothing is perfect. Yeah. Nothing is 100% guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Yeah. The one thing that's constant in life is change. But perfection does not exist. Yeah. So here, this was like this new contract I was signing with myself. Yeah. So it was like way deeper. And that's me, though. Like anything, everyone's like, oh, you know, it's simple. And it's I'm just all. jumping out of a plane. Yeah, it's just jumping out of a plane. And here's me, like this symbolism of life and, you know, like yeah. where I'm at in my healing journey and just like all this, this risk that I am taking. And I've taken so many unhealthy risks. Yeah. In college and beyond a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and, but this was like way later in life to do. And it was the best thing. Yeah. To, I, like, open my mind. I haven't been skydiving before, so I can't speak from experience. But I feel like when I talk to people and they say that that, that was the best thing I've ever mm -hmm. done, it was also the scariest thing. Yeah. I always feel like no matter what you, you believe, even though you know you're just jumping out of a plane, you're going to land on the ground. Hopefully, so you'll land on the ground safely. <laughs> yeah, you know, a big I, hope. Ideally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're still, you, still have to, you still have to question yourself before you jump. Right. Right. You have to, you have to have that conversation inside right. yes. within yourself. Yes. And everyone has to. Right. So you're forced to face your own inner, right. inner self, right? Totally. And, and that, that's kind of in a way, a form of enlightenment for right. people. 
Right. Bracing the unknown. Yeah. So I, that's yeah. why I feel like that's a really common answer. I'm not saying it's a bad answer because it's common. I think no. it's a common answer for good reason. Right. Yeah. And something similar to that was like my first solo trip that I ever did. Yeah. That was super scary. Solo trip. Oh, and Yeah, traveling. Oh, like, traveling. Traveling. Okay. Yeah. When I went to California by myself for the first time, I was, I mean, I was afraid, but I was so excited and exhilarated by it. Yeah. Like, I love to travel solo now. Mm -hmm. I love it. I thrive off of it. My soul craves it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, where am I going to go? Because everything, it, anything you do alone yeah. really takes you out of your comfort zone. It does. Like, I just recently went to a concert by myself. Most people are like, wait, what? Well, yeah, it's just like going to the movies. Like, you don't really talk yeah. to that person. You're kind of screaming, you know, but everybody around you is, I mean, hopefully into the music yeah, <laughs> and not just sitting there to just engage in conversation. I think people are so, un they're not comfortable enough with themselves totally, to do these things, right? right? Yeah. So traveling alone, that's a whole different beast, but just going to the movie, something as simple as going to the movie. Right. I've been to the movies alone. Yeah. I, I go to the movie because I want to see the movie. Right. Right. If yeah. I want to socialize with my friend, I'm not going to choose the movies. I don't think that's the best way to catch up with one of your friends. Right. But yeah. people are just not comfortable because we're in a society where if you're seen by yourself, people feel like they're being judged. Mm -hmm. Like they're they're a loser, they're a loner, they don't have any so friends. So right. But it's in that aloneness and it's yeah. in that time that you can do things by yourself yeah. that you figure out what you want to do in life. Yeah. So that old man, like I wonder, and 60's not old, so I guess I don't want to reframe that because it's all perception and state of mind, right? Yeah. So I think though, and I wonder what his history, history and life has been like, like yeah. to, has he always been with someone? Has he had time to process like mm -hmm. things that have happened in his life, yeah. you know, or has he just been sleepwalking and going and doing all the predictable things? Like yeah. you have to get married, you have to have children, you have to have, you know, these have tos, the yeah. have tos, coulda, woulda, shouldas, fuck that. Exactly. That's where I think people are miserable. And procrastinate. Procrastination is killing them. They always say, "I'll do oh, this. Yeah. I'll do this next time. I'll do this next. Time. I'll start my business five years from now. I'll right. wait till I save up this amount yeah. of money." Yeah, ten-year plans are bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they are complete bullshit yeah. because if the person that I was ten years ago really like planned out my life, like yeah. that would suck. Think goodness that I'm living more present in the moment mm -hmm. and just realizing like, what do I want to do in the next six months? Yeah. Three months for that matter. Or how am I going to take action today? Right. right? Or that. You don't have to get yeah. your results today, but you need to take action today. Totally. If you're taking action five days from now, it'll yeah. never start. It's always going to be another five days from now. Oh, for sure. 10 days from now, 20 yeah. days from now. Yeah. yeah. By the time you start, it'll never happen. I've lived in my place for 11 years, and I still have the same damn blinds up. And I've been saying since <laughs> day one that I need to get new blinds. Yeah. And it's about going to the damn store, yeah. looking at the blinds, or even ordering them online. Yeah, go on Amazon. I mean, yeah. You know, you just we find ways and reasons to... To justify yeah. putting certain things off. Right. And because, but your dreams. Yeah. Like your life. You know, blinds are one thing. Yeah. But these it's your whole life that you, some people are putting on hold yeah. for what? Yeah. And, I, and I think that's when we need to start to prioritize what's most important in our life. Right. And, and fix those things and work right. on those things. Right. Yeah. Like, Blind, blinds. Clearly blinds, blinds are not. 
I've actually, I deal with a lot of startup companies and I could tell you that 90% of them fail because of operational inefficiencies. When I go in there, I see a lot of people who say that they work eight, 10, 12 hours a day, but for seven or eight of those hours, they are sitting there checking email and scheduling meetings. Yeah. How are how is your business progressing if you are checking email and scheduling meetings all day? What what are you actually doing for the company to progress? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Right. I mean, that's just downtime. I if you respond to emails, that's great. You're great at communication, but you're not building your company. You're not building your product or your service. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I find it effective to wait till the last hour or the first hour of work, get all of that done. Yeah. And then start your actual work yeah because in corporate that's all that's all that's what corporate is a lot of bullshit you're sitting there checking emails all day you're scheduling meetings all day right you know as a vice president you're scheduling a meeting to have a meeting to have a different exactly meeting. as a vice <laughs> as a vice president of the company i had 16 hours of meetings in eight hours each day Ew. so do the math there if i have 16 hours of meetings eight hours when am i actually going to be at my desk doing any work that's going to help the company grow. I, I just didn't see any value I could add there. Yeah. But I, and I think that's why people look back and they're saying, I don't, I don't know if I did anything. You know, I feel like they look at like what, what mark they're going to leave in this world. And they're like, I was just part of this company for 40 years. I don't have anything else. What's like, the I didn't legacy, build anything. Right? Yeah. And I didn't have experience. What experiences that I, did I have? Yeah. Maybe I was too scared because I didn't have a partner to travel with, so I didn't want to travel by myself. Right. So I just didn't travel, period. It's so sad. It's terrible. It's missing out on so many things in life, yeah. right? Yeah. Because fear of what other people think, people pleasing. Yep. Um, being stuck in that job that you only get a week or two weeks off. Yep. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. You know, then, then feeling like a prisoner. Yep. Yet we live in this free country. And you lose your identity. Oh, big time. And I think that you follow these these societal norms, right? Because I remember when I was in corporate, everyone in their mid-20s, early to mid-20s was getting married, whether they wanted to get married or not. Yeah, and I was it like, was like what you have to do. Exactly. Now yeah. you're in a, a corporate job. Now you get married. And I think that's one of the reasons this guy said, I don't care about my wife. He right. said, I hate my wife. Oh, <laughs> even better. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was just terrible. I mean, you don't want to feel that way because he genuinely did not pick someone that he, I don't, I don't connected, feel like, yeah, like connected with. So many, and maybe, or, maybe his job stress or frustration caused them to grow apart even more. Maybe lack of communication. Oh yeah. There's so many things that you could take from that. Just I mean, from that one statement of him saying that I want to get out of this period. I don't even know what the, this is, but I think it, it, it's alluding to more than just the job. For sure. Yeah, that's heavy to feel so just yucky about life, for yeah. lack of a better word. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just plain and simple. Yeah. Like, I want to make sure that every day I can feel that light and fire, you know, in some capacity. I just saw actually a brief little thing on Instagram about time. And it was, I think, if you woke up and had in your bank account, 86,410, I think, dollars. Very specific number. It was a very specific (laughs) number, yeah. So I'm maybe a little bit off, but I know it's 86,000, okay? If every day you woke up and you got that in your bank account, but at the end of the day, it would be gone, what would you do? Wow. 
That's a good question. Yeah. What would you do? Uh, I'd do a lot of things. Uh huh. I would be traveling. Yeah. I would be trying to change the world. Right. I'd be experiencing new culture, right. new, new things. I would be jet skiing, water skiing, parasailing. You'd make sure to spend all that money, I right? I would spend because every it would be, penny. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. What's, what could you do? Well, if you don't spend that, right. you're wasting your life. So that's the exact amount of time we have in 24 hours is 86,410 minutes. minutes. Okay. Very so cool. what are you doing with that time? Yeah. Is each minute counting? Right. Are you making it count? Exactly. Yeah. Or are you just wasting it? Yeah. Knowing that every day you're going to get that same amount. Yeah. Right? Every 24 hours you're going to get that exact same amount. Yeah. And how's it spent? We can spend money effortlessly. Yeah. But our time, we're not as cautious. Well, I mean, we're not as, I guess, invested. Yeah, it was fascinating to just kind of watch this guy in a two-minute video talk about this and then have screenshots of, like, snippets of video and life and things and, you know, just put that into perspective. Like, there's a lot of time we waste. Oh, there is. We would never do that with money, though. Nope. And the value that we put into money, right, and Mm -hmm. not into our time. Yeah. I mean, life is finite, right? Right. So I don't think people realize that until they are in a later stage of their life. Or, or health or yeah, yeah. something traumatic happened, like, yeah. you know, complete rock bottom. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so sad that it has to get to that point. It's horrible. But, I mean, the way that media and, and things are portrayed, you know, like, I'm, it's really exciting time right now, though, for, like, mindset coaches, empowerment coaches and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. there's it's a lot. I mean, we're in the Midwest, so it's not as big as maybe out in the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure on the East Coast, but I'd love to know you're listening from yeah anywhere what is it like around you like in terms of mindset you know are there a lot of people that think positively is it just based on where you're putting yourself at like you're around negative people and you just feel like you that's it that's life you just have negative people around you you know like yeah that's place con- of- it's contagious right right if you're you surround yourself with people who complain all the time when i was in corporate all i knew were people were complaining every mm-hmm. single day yeah that made me complain. Right. Actually, had my manager pull me in one day, and he was like, "Your email sounds bitchy." <laughs> I've never, I've never been a bitchy email person in my life. Those were his words <laughs> verbatim. And I was like, "I wow, can't see that." What kind you. of person am I becoming? Yeah. You know? Right. So I, I caught that right away, and I was like, Thank "I goodness. need to change that." Right. Exactly. I don't want to sound bitchy. As a, uh, you know, even though it's a corporate email, yeah. I'm not. I'm not vested with making personal relationships here. I just don't want to be a bitchy person. Right, right. So you had that self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah, that, well, it takes a lot. You brought it out. I, I don't know if I would have caught that. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But at that point, once you brought it out, you knew that you were yeah. like, because you it's had a choice. I want to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. But it also made me try to evaluate why am I that person? And I think that that's, that's the hard part, right? A lot of people say they want change. And maybe this will be a whole nother show, but they want instant results. For sure. And this world we live in where yeah. we have quick weight loss formulas. Right. We have get rich quick schemes. Right. right. You watch yeah. some TV advertisements yeah. at 2 a.m. And you can right. flip houses and make a million dollars just like right? that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. No. But you need to take action mm-hmm. to get to get results. Mm-hmm. 
And if you don't, if you could take those steps, I think that's fine. I'm not saying you should just quit corporate because you hate corporate and make that change. Right. But make make a plan. Right. Right. Take some action to be where you want to be to the, tomorrow. And be okay with letting go of some expectations. Yeah. Right. Not thinking that if I take this action, I have to have this outcome. Yeah. You have to let go of some of that too. Everything has a risk, right? Yeah. But what's the bigger risk is looking back at your life and saying, I, yeah. I didn't fuck that. this life. Yeah. I was sucks. not fulfilled. Right. They say the richest place in the world is the graveyard because it's full of unfulfilled dreams, ideas, things that have never been implemented, tried, done before, ambitions, goals. Mm, that's powerful. Sad. And I don't want to look back at my life and, and think that way. I don't right. want to say, wow, there's all these things I could have done. Right. But I didn't do them because, oh, the time wasn't right. Or I was the afraid. financial situation wasn't right. right. Yeah. I didn't have people supporting me. I was alone. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's another key. You need to trust yourself. I mean, I think there's so Huge. many people who will doubt you. They're going to say you can't do it. Mm-hmm. If I had a nickel for every every time someone said I can't do it, I would already be a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, no. I've had so many people who would doubt. My own family doubted me. Yeah. And and it's okay. I needed that. I needed the challenge. I took mm-hmm. it on as a challenge, saying that if they doubt me, maybe it's going to take that much more effort, that much more work, mm-hmm. that much more, that much more of my time to put in to be able to see any success. Well, I I think you have that sense of self and strength. Like uh, for me, that doubt would have like crumbled me. So I had to surround myself with a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of my business that were like, yes, you know, I needed that yeah. extra cheerleader support, you know, until I developed a stronger sense of self. Yeah. So somewhere along the line with your upbringing, you know, you, you had that instilled that Regardless, if somebody doubts you, you can take on these challenges. Oh. I, I totally had so many, um, I don't know, moments, I guess, of uh, not feeling good enough mm-hmm. that any of those challenges, and I, I wasn't perfect. I didn't 100% succeed, and I could have done really well, but it wasn't like perfect. You know, I held on to that perfection yeah. thing for a long time then it just I just stopped yeah. you know I, I kind of gave up but as soon as I had somebody that said I believe in you as soon as somebody said yes you can do this even if you fail it's going to be okay then that's what drove me but something pursued you between that time that you failed and fell flat before you even found someone who believed in you right something pursued you to even go in that direction to find someone who will come come across you and believe in you Mm-hmm. So I feel like you were taking action, right? Mm-hmm. And that could have been metaphysics, right? You were you were connecting with energy to true. be able to get you back up. That's true. Higher powers because I prayed a lot. Exactly. Yeah. And and you need so, that. That that's, that's very that's true. the thing. So regardless of whether you you could say that you fell flat, mm-hmm. but I believe you could only really fall flat mm-hmm. if you never get back up. Right. If you if you're Sometimes you fall down hard. I'm not going to oh, lie. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to lie. There were times, there were months where I had failed and mm-hmm. I couldn't face reality, right? Mm-hmm. And it took me it took me time to get back up. Yeah. But there was never a doubt in my mind that at some point I will get back up and fight. I'll live to fight another day. Mm. That's awesome. So, and, I, and people need to really think that way. And it's like if you don't, then you're going to look back at 
your life at 60 and feel like you can I got to get out of this. What you want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'd love to know what you guys think out there. Uh, you know, have you, have you fallen? Are you still on your way back up? Did you enjoy success by, by getting back up and taking your, the right actions to, to see those results? Uh, we'd love to hear what you guys think. Mm-hmm. Feel free to email us at matterchatter at gmail.com. This is Andy and Yvonne signing out. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. Have a good one.